The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, the power of water. As many of you know, for many years, we've been uh, with the radio show bringing guests in from all over the world. We've been in Kenya, we've been in Holland, uh, we've been in countries all over the world and in the United States domestically, bringing guests to the table in our lab, I call it radio talk show, to listen to the points of view of, that people have about what is happening to our health issues around the world. My focus has always been the water and the water vapor of the air, the water vapor of the air that's 2 billion years old around the earth brought the fresh water to the planet earth. We became a miracle of a beginning of human life, a society. But what keeps us alive is not just the fresh water on the surface of the globe, but the, the freshness and, and purity of the water vapor, that un, invisible water we're living in every day, everywhere we go on earth, all living life and the society that the nature made possible on earth is living with water vapor as the greatest influence. That great influence influences the fresh water that you have on the earth and in the aquifers, what drains to the lowest point to the ocean, and then the cloud system. Without those magics of organisms living together, with that water vapor as the greatest influence of all our lives on the planet earth and the solar system's universal behavior is the water. So why did I want to call this the power of water? It is what it is. We must take it serious. Now, today, before I begin to introduce Dr. Effie Chow, uh, I'm going to go in to our population around the world that requires water. Now, our planet requires the water to live all on its own, but we have a human life on the earth that needs it. Uh, in the United States of America... We have 316,920,284 people that require water every day and growing, an average of about 22,000 every two weeks. 42,000, I meant to say, 42,000 every two weeks averaging. The world population. The world population is at 7 billion. 119,158,760 people growing an average of about 1.5 million people every two weeks. Now, here comes our interesting lab reports today. 
the coming crisis in America of water. The problem we're going to have, we're on the edge in the United States, it's reporting every week that the water crisis is there. Did we see it? Did we warn everybody? Will you bet your life we all did? The concerns are in the United States are, are uh, an illusion of the abundance of water, as was stated by Cynthia Barnett, a writer who writes up the American um, description of what has happened here. It is so sad because the infrastructure of the many of the states are not getting it serious. But I will tell you, in Florida, they're starting to take it very serious between California and Florida. They're finding out that in America, between the states of Georgia and, uh, and uh, I apologize to you, between the state of Georgia and Tennessee, there is a problem. And the thing that they have to, they're realizing that the neighbors of all these country, uh, of these states are all affected, but, but with the water. And in the water, if, if because of the, wa- the streams that are flowing and the aquifers are being depleted. So study that. Go and look that up. Activists are warning about coming water in Salem, Oregon in the Willamette Valley. Now, I'm coming from Oregon, and we had never heard about it until all of a sudden came this report that in Salem, Oregon, they're t- talking about the Willamette Valley having a crisis coming of water. Water is absolutely, without it, you will not make it. And the water vapor that is the greatest influence of your life, that you're swimming in the air that's invisible, is being impacted by pollution, contamination. It, it, it is, we're going to be publishing Dr. Dwayne Cecil's latest evaluation, who's a PhD, he's a climatologist, a meteorologist, and studying hydrotherapy, hydrotherapy, pardon me, hydrology all these 40 years. He's been with NASA, NOAA, worked with the United Nations and his team around the world. He has evaluated that the water vapor on this planet is an impact because that is the influence of all the climate. We must learn how to supplement this to live and have a better way of life. It's supplementing the air we're living with that is no longer giving us the cleanliness of that vapor. And that vapor is what keeps you alive after the day you're born. Even in China, India, other countries of the world, they're going through this challenge of what are we going to do because the politicians did not take it serious. They were on other subjects. We've got to, as a force, as an educated audience, begin to blog, Twitter, get our influence out there with our, without, with our audiences that without the water, there is no life, but without the water, with our everyday living, you're not going to be able to live the way you've been used to. The shower, just flushing the toilet, drinking your tea, having your food, being grown by water, the water vapor of the air diminishing in its purity. So think about it serious. Let's get together and listen to the show and the people we bring that talk about the topic of your health issues. But remember, all health issues are surrounded by water first, 
and everything else comes second. Today we have Dr. Effie Chow, who is the owner of East West Academy of Healing Arts. And Dr. Chow and I are going to discuss this and much more and what we can learn to do to live on this planet that's have a changing atmosphere. There's not a lot we can all do sometimes, but there's things we can do to improve our life, to live with the flow of how the Earth's nature is flowing. But first, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Biologic Aqua Research Center, which I am the founder of, that's what we've been doing for many years, is focusing on the research of the water vapor and fresh water on Earth. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is the first product with a handheld portable device to supplement your eyes. Did you know that your eyes at the surface are 98% water? Until there was a product, they didn't have anything to compare to because eye drops do not rejuvenate your water. They trap water, but they do not supplement the water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is a supplement of fresh tissue culture grade of water with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be back with Dr. Chow. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Chow, are you with us? Yes, I certainly am. How are you? Well, I am fine, and how are you today? I'm just great, and I hope all the listeners are equally healthy and of sound mind and positive thinking, and it's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. It's a new day all over the world, and that's the beauty of getting up each morning after the nightfall and the sun sun or the daylight coming, and all of a sudden you can say, which my brother used to say until he passed away, every day, it's a great day. Yes. It's a new day. And we, in Chinese medicine, we talk about the yin, the pure yin of the night. That means mm-hmm. everything settled and purified. And then the rising yang is the sun coming up or, or the daytime coming up, whether there's sun or not. But the rising yang is pure as well. And so in the morning, it's the pureness of the night 
beating the pureness of the day. And mm-hmm. it is double, double action, double mm-hmm. happiness. Wonderful. And it's double Wonderful. health. It's kind of like a, the rhythm of the music of life. Exactly. Now, you just talked about Chinese medicine, and we might as well get talk about it right now. We can leave the subject behind. What happened in China last week was the worst pollution they've ever had in history. And their concerns probably with all that they knew about from so far back, and now all of a sudden they had not foreseen what was going to happen to the air, the quality of the air they're living with. How did you react to that, Doctor? Um, very sad, of course. Yeah. Um, to think that China had such a rich history. A oh, rich history. Principle, a principle mm-hmm. to operate by for life. Mm-hmm. And that's what Chinese medicine has been. It shouldn't call it medicine because right. it is promoting health. Uh, Chinese health principles. And mm-hmm. it is to support and maintain health at the optimum, not wait until disease, not wait until we have abused our environment so badly that we are instilling disease onto ourselves. And that's what the pollution of the water has come about because, unfortunately, um, there's thinking in China that everything Western is good. And yet, we have gotten to the point where we have to look elsewhere for the goodness. And the principles of traditional uh, living, like Buddhism, Confucianism, and Taoism, has been thrown away mm-hmm. by the young people and adopted everything Western. I'm not talking about it's 100%, but it's a huge percent. When they, when they celebrate the opening of 180 McDonald's in Shanghai, that is, that is bad. Mm-hmm. And, and so that means poor eating. And we talk about water, and they're dumping chemicals into the water at the north end of the, of the huge river, and the people drinking it, and also the animals drinking it in the south, is being killed. And there's no water to, to, um, to water the crops. And so it is. It's a big disaster. But I do want to go back to the principle of traditional Chinese medicine because I think it'll help people to understand the importance of water even better. Because we have what we call the laws of the five element, which governs the whole world and the universe. So it's fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. And, of course, air exists in all of them. So, therefore, the balance of water, it's one of the five elements that maintain the existence of the universe and the world. And that means of the self, the individual. And we are a microcosm of the macrocosm, the human being. And not only the human being, but each cell in our body is reflected as a microcosm to the whole universe, to the macrocosm. That's awesome, isn't it? So, therefore, if water is being so polluted that even the fish are dying in the water and it's full of mercury, that means we can't even eat the fish. And 
that the crops do not have the water to survive, so we will not have, uh, you know, natural food. And so if water is drying up and if water is overpolluted, then it moves into all the other elements of the wood. So the trees, the, you know, well, anything the skin that, of life, if people's skin of life. Yes. Um, well, yeah. well, and so everything, the whole of the universe is affected. If that one element is imbalanced, it's mm-hmm. so polluted that it's going to affect the existence of all the other elements. And therefore, life is truly, truly at a peril right now. Right. And I don't mean to be, you know, be um, dramatic. But we have to be dramatic right now, just as you're Well, it's true. You know, yeah. we, it's a situation that we all have to live on earth together. Right. We're all a family of people. And well, this, we are all sharing the nature of this planet with the universe. And yeah. uh, it is vital that people realize that we are at a peril and we must help each other. And well, you don't back think- off of obstacles. You try to solve them. Yes, and one thing that's very specific is there's a concern about the food, the GMO, and the uh, the, the 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 food being periled too as well. And so there's a movement towards organic farming and all that. But what good is organic farming if there's no pure water? Oh, exactly. Without water, there is no growth of of anything. Exactly. And the so soil we- doesn't live. That yeah. you can't grow your uh, crops and your agriculture has no life if the water yeah. has the organism of the water's life is is uh, right. contaminated. Right, and one thing that does help <clears throat> is that if we mentally try to balance ourselves, and that's amazing what it can do. But we can only do so much. But we can do more than what we're doing now. And that's exactly. in Chinese medicine. We talk about the qigong, Q-I-G-O-N-G. Qigong, which everybody can learn. And that means learning to breathe and maximizing the breath. And so that, in essence, that what oxygen we do have, if we practice qigong or tai chi, or there's 5,000 different forms of qigong, that we can maximize our intake of oxygen, utilizing it more efficiently and effectively. That is one great thing that can happen. And research is finding it that research at universities like Harvard and and, uh, other universities are coming to the fact that if you practice Qigong, you can more lift to 100 than if you don't, and that's including Tai Chi. So now... I just want to insert here, you know, because of the water situation, uh, many people's eyes are being affected. And as you say, the vitreous is 92%, and whereas overall, the people are 75%. So there's a concentration of water in the eyes. And I'm finding in my practice that a lot of people are having eye problems, dry eyes. And that is a big problem because dry eyes can lead into something else more serious than just dry eyes. And this is what I they've been learning for so long, Doctor, is that we're made up of water, we replace ourselves with water, and you 
having studied this for so many years and Kijong um, yes. being over, so over important 40. how to breathe. Over and then 40. what we start relating ourselves to, okay, if I'm replacing myself with water, my skin is dry, my yes. eyes are dry, but you okay. don't put a cream on the dry skin until you moisturize. And if the eyes are dry, you've got to put water moisture on the eye before they drop because the drop will trap moisture. But if there's if it's dry and dehy- evaporating too quickly, you need to supplement. We're learning now in our life to what do we do we need to do to supplement to make nature improved for us if we're going to live with this planet. And right. what you were saying about the breathing, um, tell us now. I'm going to have I want to be in a little laboratory of I want the, the audience to really take this serious. Stress is out of control, Doctors Chow. Yeah, one thing people though, are under so much stress. They right. didn't realize, I bet, they weren't breathing correctly. Right. Well, one thing, uh, Sharon, that I want to say before I go into the breath and a little bit more description and even lead the people into doing the breath is that uh, recently I've used your, uh, and uh, I've had the clients use the eye drops, your, your eye drops. No, you mean and my eye mist. Your eye mist. The nature yes, series eye mist. They are beautiful. It's beautiful. And they've been using eye drops, and it's still they have the problem. And it's like you develop something else, a problem with the eyes, sort of like a film or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, we'll try this. And, and I myself tried it of recent, and it is clearing. It is absolutely wonderful. And I don't it is think just much wonderful. about products. I don't think as much about products, you know. And I have to say that the eyes are clearer and that mm-hmm. film is not there. Right. And, and uh, you know, so that's all I want to say is that I yeah. just really... Myself. Well, you know what it what it shows is the water vapor of the air that is healthy uh, is there for nature's the uh, benefit to absorb into the skin, the body, to keep us flexible and detoxified. But when the eyelid is opened... That eye is exposed without cover, the skin covering that eye for that moment and requires the water vapor to be able to give it its supplementation to maintain the uh, 98% water it must maintain for, for healthy vision. If it doesn't right. have, if, if the vision becomes too evaporated, the water becomes too evaporated, and what are you going to do? You need to supplement that. No different than you brush your teeth right. and other uh, technologies have invented something to supplement our lives, to make them improved. That's the connection you make with a, an, a comparable for the first time in history, that there is a connection to the water vapor that we're missing, that we get yeah. it now a comparable with the eye mist, that, oh my gosh, why is that feeling so good? It's because the water vapor is, is not giving us the supplement for individualities to keep, maintain that healthy vision. And right. uh, mm-hmm. now back to the breathing, though. You're right about the eyes and their relationship to your health. Yeah. Research is proving, <clears throat> and uh, the more they've been studying the dry eye, that uh, there's something in the eye and that a surface of the eye that when it is not being maintained that is affecting the rest of our health. And they are very into enormous new breakthroughs going on uh, for understanding that uh, the air is causing something here, doctor. 
our air we're living in is not giving us the supplementation from the water vapor because it's being contaminated. So therefore, it's giving them a connection to start thinking, oh my gosh, we need to start supplementing and we need to breathe. And as you said with Harvard, I've had them on the show, uh, some very famous, well-known, prestigious, respected scientists in the I category, and they're all knowing that air that we're living in is causing a uh, an evaporation that we need to study and learn to supplement. But breathing, doctor, people, stress is out of control. People have to learn. It's maybe the breathing technique. We're not breathing. Uh, or we're breathing very poorly. So if you don't breathe, you're dead. Exactly. Like that. exactly. And if you breathe poorly, then you have equal uh, state of health. It's poor health. And so the more you lack oxygen, the more you are closer to having disease. And this is why in Japan, uh, many people are going around with masks. And I'm not sure that they... Are doing very much, you know, just a cloth over your over your mouth and nose, you know. But mm-hmm. I want to go back to the general principle uh, that part of breath is that uh, there's a principle in Chinese uh, living philosophy that when you move from place to place, and also the geomancer of structures, you know, like buildings, your home, and everything, it's called feng shui. Feng is the air or the wind or the air, and sui is water. And so that even changing your location, that your water is a great influence on you, and the air is the greatest influence, the two things are the greatest influence on you. And I find that most fascinating because there are things that you can do to counter that so that you adjust from one place to another from one country to another, one city to another. And, you know, the pollution is different in different places, of course. Well, also, doctor, let me interrupt once in a while. In my research and the scientists that I brought to the table in meteorology and and climatology and hydrology and all these water research projects going all over the world about the air we're living in, what you just uh, mentioned is so important for the audience to know that when you are moving around, you're yeah. moving outdoors mm-hmm. to one temperature of the water vapor and what's happening to it. Then you're moving indoors, yes. and you're moving indoors to another temperature and the water vapor changes. Mm-hmm. If you get on a plane, if you move from city to city to continent to continent, there's going to be changes constantly, and your body is going to be bouncing back and forth. Mm-hmm. And and you won't. And there's where I truly believe that uh, I'll say that the, uh, the healing art is not only to drink a lot of fresh, clean water, but learning to supplement the water by misting, but then adding to all of this focus, the paradigm, is learning how to breathe so that when you're changing indoors, outdoors, continents, that you're learning, okay, now I have to take another breath. I have to get adjusted to this air. And people have never thought that way unless they were on a plane um, because of the horrible low humidity. They weren't realizing, doctor, they're bouncing every day of their life. That's right. Uh And this is where our principle brings to light 
the people through more subtle consciousness about these things. And so, now, the breath. Everybody, if you will realize, if you will watch the people around you, their breath, usually they shrug their shoulders up and down. And they think they're breathing, but all they're doing is moving bone and muscles. And the lung sits there, not really being activated at all. And that's one of the first problems that we face, is that people have a wrong conception of what breath is. So they've moved their chest and their shoulders. And but we move the proper breathing, it's called a chow qigong, a proper breathing, down to the diaphragm. And if you feel where the xiphoid or the breastbone is, and then find where the navel is, the umbilicus or the belly button, and then feel for the rib cage, the floating rib cage, the floating ribs there. And you've got a V shape right there, a large V shape. And that's what we call the diaphragm. And the abdomen is down below, or the stomach, they call it, is below the navel. When you move below, and which a lot of people do, if they said, okay, do your stomach breathing or do your uh, diaphragm breathing, they they don't know because they're not instructing where exactly is the diaphragm. So what I've just said is that the diaphragm is above the navel, which makes most effect on the lungs. So now, please, everybody, go through this process with me because in my program, it's amazing. People are amazed when they practice this reading. How come I don't know this? And I've taken, you know, exercise and all that and and run and all that. And that's the first time I've heard how to breathe properly. And so close your lip. Just close your lip and move that diaphragm above the navel way out as far as you can. Just physically move it. So when you move it out, it creates a negative space and pulls the lung down. And that pulls air into the nose because your lips are closed. If you open your mouth, and air tends to go in through your mouth and you do mouth breathing. And that's not good. As air must go through the nose because it goes through a filter system and an automatic heating and air conditioning or cooling system. I wouldn't call it air conditioning. Air conditioning isn't good. Um, so that automatically when it goes in your nose and the filters, the amount of hair in your nose filters the dust and the dirt off the air and then it warms the air and so you can be in minus 10 degrees and immediately as soon as it goes in through the nostril it warms the air to body temperature or otherwise you'd be freezing your inside if there wasn't that automatic. Now doctor we have to take a break and this will be the only one because I only do one during the whole show. Oh. And hang on to that one because I, 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 they're, I, we're following you. And then uh, I really want you to teach us about what the nasal passages nature is doing with that uh, that air. Uh, well, I, I think people help. need to learn more about that too. Uh, don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, don't hold your breath. <laughs> we're gonna all, we're gonna be back. Okay. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment, and we'll take a moment with our sponsor. And we'll be right back with Dr. Chow and teaching us how to breathe.
Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Chow, I apologize for that break. <laughs> but, uh, um, in other words, it's like everybody who has that sponsor, that's what pays for this. <laughs> but back to the breath, how important it is. You know, we're, when you're born, there's something that I was disturbed about. We're giving the baby milk, but we don't give it water because we think the baby will get too full of water and not drink enough milk. I disagree. I think the baby should start drinking a little bit of water, sipping on it to learn how to taste water, too. Then we need to teach the baby many things, but Dr. Chow, we've got to teach them how to breathe, and that's what you're doing for the, all of us today. If you don't breathe correctly, welcome the worst symptoms of stress, emotions, anxiety, all the problems that come with the diseases because you're not detoxifying, you're not agile, you're not flexible, and your life becomes a very, very tight like a drum if they don't learn how to breathe. And so that's what you're doing for us now. And then you mentioned the nasal passage and its filter uh, because we're breathing in water vapor because we live in invincible water or we wouldn't be alive. So when you say the nasal, nasal pass has a filter, explain that to our audience, why it's coming, why nature has a nasal and it isn't just for looks. <laughs> And um, and I think uh, I want to also um, <clears throat> uh, sort of correct the this belief that if you drink anything, uh, that's okay. If you drink soup, you drink juice, it's water, it isn't. Uh, you have to drink pure, straight water in order to detoxify your body. And so even if you drink lots of soup and juice... Uh, you still need to drink water. It goes back to your comment about babies. That babies need water, not just milk. Right. Right. Maybe so that's why babies have such a flavor for sweet, and they grow up wanting things sweet, and then because yeah. they they didn't have the taste of water to begin with, mm-hmm. too. 
Yes. But back to your breathing um, and drinking water is a solvent on earth. We replace ourselves with water because we're walking water. And then yes. breathing that water vapor, you know, as you were talking, Dr., um, I was thinking about China. Again, uh, it keeps coming back to what we were studying last week about the uh, the pollution. You know, I uh, you know where I do my breathing, and then I want you to continue on. But audience, you know, uh, doctor, you know where I think the most valuable breathing spot is is when I'm standing in the shower <laughs> because I do my breathing exercises in there because I know there's moisture in the air that I can depend upon, and yeah, then I can not, I not can only I can Sharon. Yeah, but not only that, just in the shower. But the water actually creates negative ions. Mm-hmm. And negative ions are good for you, and positive ions are not good. That's uh-huh. why air conditioning, uh, it creates positive ions, and it's uh, carcinogenic. Mm-hmm. And water, uh, uh, and the more, the more fine the is of the shower, the more negative ions it creates. And mm-hmm. that is life preserving, the negative mm-hmm. ions. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's, you know, one of the reasons why you feel good and, and that you breathe well in the shower. Okay. Well, I try to make t- time to, that's my discipline. Because during the day, my pace is going faster and faster and more mental yeah. and anxiety. It goes with challenges and what you're busy doing to, uh, yeah. to, where, to do, do work where, and finish. And then I find my discipline in the shower right. to do my breath, well, breathing that's exercise. Where, that's where the practice of Qigong and the breath it okay. really is. You can do it anywhere, so you don't have to wait until you get into the shower. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm not breathing very well during the day because I keep thinking I've got to rush everything. <laughs> well, the problem is if people are concentrating, they forget to breathe. If they're That's right. They forget to breathe. If they're thinking, they forget to breathe. And yes. if they're talking, they forget to breathe. So when do go. they breathe? Very few minutes, you know. And right. that's one of the problems. So may I get the, the 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 breath? I think I'd like to I'd like to start from the beginning because okay okay you know, here we the, go because we need a refresher. Yes, okay. To to the inhaling, and so it is in your nose and your mouth to be the key factor. Uh-huh. The piston is in your diaphragm where I've identified uh, uh-huh. between the breastbone and the navel, the uh, the the belly button, the umbilicus. And also the rib, the floating rib cage there. There's a big V shape, uh, a triangle there. And so you move that physically and you will bring air in. If you close your mouth. We're bringing in. Um, Above the navel, a hair there, mm-hmm. and so it filters the mm-hmm. environment to come going air in. Now, do and you hold? Has, do you hold that breath for a while? Well, you don't hold it. You keep moving your diaphragm out. Okay. Until it's okay. hard. And what okay. you do is, is learn to learn to the diaphragm too as well mm-hmm. to strengthen the diaphragm so move it out as far as you can and now I want to take your, your hand and just hit that and see whether it's soft or whether it's firm and it's that last 
inch that you move out that's going to help you firm up your diaphragm. Mm-hmm. Now, move the diaphragm in towards the mm-hmm. spine, and mm-hmm. the air escapes through your teeth. This impact. And make a hissing sound right now. Can you hear that? And as you move the diaphragm in, mm-hmm. and it's like your air coming out like a pressure cooker. Okay. And letting all that dead air and toxin come out. Yes, yeah, right. And you also mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. pressure rises to you mm-hmm. and to your hips and to your toe tips. Mm-hmm. And then when you move your diaphragm in as far as you can, put your hands there and push in more and try to close in that diaphragm towards the spine as much as possible. Then you're also manipulating and massaging your organs doing that physical maneuver. Uh-huh. Uh, Let's back up for a second so they get to hear that. I'll then the organs are getting a massage, a reflexing. Okay. And now close your lip again mm-hmm. and begin to move the diaphragm out. And that's the piston. Move the diaphragm out. And if your lips are closed, then the air is pulled in through your nose. And again, it filters the pollution and the dust and everything. And then it warms it up the air. And then continue to move your diaphragm right out. And when you can't move out as far as you can, when you move it out as far as you can, <clears throat> and you think you can't move it anymore, just go, oh, and press that diaphragm out. Uh-huh. And you feel it harder, the inner layer of your diaphragm. Mm-hmm. You feel hard inside, even mm-hmm. though you might have some pad outside. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that tightens is the inner mesentera. Mm-hmm. And when you start tightening that up, then when you move the diaphragm, it will then massage the organs more effectively than just wobbly fat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now move the diaphragm in again, and the air comes out through your teeth. Now, this is when you're practicing intensely, like I'm teaching you right now. But uh-huh. ordinarily, now continue to move that diaphragm in. Ordinarily, mm-hmm. when you're working, when you're with people, you don't hear that hissing sound. Don't make that hissing sound. And okay. at that time, the air comes out through your, through your lips just very gently that it doesn't disturb a down feather. So continue to move your diaphragm in and the air comes out, your carbon dioxide comes out through your teeth. So right now, practice it. So... And now close your lips and move it out. Move the diaphragm out to as far as you can and feel, see whether it can get it firmer. And then hit it again just lightly and see whether it's firmer, even with one and two practices. And so you can practice this. I'm going to just bring you through it for one more time. And so without just driving too much. Okay, close your lips and move your diaphragm out. That's above the navel, that part. And move it out as far as you can. Air is being pulled in through the nasal passage. If your lips are closed, it has to go in there. It can't go in through your ears or anything. And so it goes in 
And when you move the diaphragm out as far as you can, make it harder and move it out some more and then hit it with your little fist and just tap it to make it kind of resound. And check it so whether it's tighter or not each time you practice. Now move the diaphragm in again and the air comes out in a hissing sound through your teeth like a pressure cooker. And make it long and slow, the movement of your diaphragm. Mm -hmm. And when you go, when you feel you don't have any more air, move that diaphragm again in and get that last dredge of carbon dioxide out. And this way, you're manipulating the lower part of your lung. Mm -hmm. Because if you do chest breathing, which I said that most people do, and shoulder movement in the breath, Mm -hmm. the lower part of the lung doesn't get agitated and get that dredge of carbon dioxide and toxins that that are gathered in the lower part of your lung. And this will shake that up and Mm -hmm. get rid of the garbage that is kept in your lung. That's why I say breathing is so vital to all health and we're full of stress. Exhausted. Well, we're just exhausted. Now, could you tell us how that's affecting the brain, Dr. Chow? Because when you're breathing in... Because you are moving, that pressure cooker is forcing uh-huh. air to your brain, right. to the fingertips and to the uh, feet. And if, pe- if the listeners will practice for about 10, 15 minutes, they will find their facial color and complexion will be pinker. And mm-hmm. also you'll feel brighter. Your mm-hmm. eyes can feel brighter, feel that you yeah. can see brighter. And even hearing you can hear it more acutely. And then your fingers and your hands and feet feel warmer. We've had people who have cold feet and cold hands and just do the intense breathing. That is an exercise in itself. Now, I'm going to quiz you a little bit about some of the things you've worked with with this. Um, didn't you say you've worked with some macular degeneration patients? Absolutely. And yeah. also, also retinitis, pigmentosa. Right. Glaucoma and and also a cataract. And we have, in a very short time, helped them have vision and unomacular degeneration and and, uh, retinitis uh, pigmentosa are hopeless as far as what Did you know, doctor, because I'm in the eye field research, but did you know that young people are getting macular degeneration young? Yes. Yes, I, I have uh, worked not, with It's not audience, just for the older. It's young people, yes. and I truly believe, doctor, they're not drinking enough water and they don't know how to breathe. Exactly. Um, uh, I'm, just, I'm convinced that it, the breathing is vital. And uh, now the other one, addiction. Addiction is out of control. Emotional addiction. Addiction of all yes. kinds. Uh, yes. addiction is uh, have you worked I bet you've worked with a lot of patients with that well you know we're working we're working with veterans a big focus with the veterans and children we mm-hmm. are creating a cadre of youth healers and mm-hmm. it's really beautiful mm-hmm. to see the youth teaching others how to breathe and also to brush energy and right uh, daily afflictions like headaches and stomach upsets mm-hmm. and IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, I can't sleep, I can't eat well. And we're having children help 
by altering the energetics in the body. And mm-hmm. also, I prescribe 10 glasses of water a day, mm-hmm. and that's aside from the soup and juice that we're drinking, because we lose about eight glasses of water in our body to ten glasses of water through urine, through feces, through sweat. Evaporation. 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 That's really important. And so I'm having a cadre of children learn this, and it's just wonderful to see them, to work with adults, and and they, you know, they develop the compassion, and or they keep their compassion. Basically, they have compassion. But however, there's this bullying concept, and a lot of violence in children, and mm-hmm. suicides in children that we're very concerned with. And this is what we're beginning with them, teaching them to breathe and how to work their energy, and have a higher, uh, higher positive mental attitude. Similarly, with the veterans. And so we're having them work together. And the veterans have suffered trauma and in saving our country, and we're mm-hmm. not doing them justice when they come right. back. I agree with you. And so that's it's all mouthy. It's not everybody getting together and support. I agree and with we you. Have, we have a veteran from the Vietnam, uh, just as an example, and we have many that have been getting good mm-hmm. results now with the Chao Qigong and the breath and uh, mm-hmm. exercise and changing mm-hmm. their mental attitude. Oh, and change- wonderful. So- I'm going to ask you something before we run out of time. Um, you know, there's been these, uh, and it's going to sound a little off the wall, but I thought about it in my evaluations. You know, in different countries of the world where they had traditions where you could walk over coals. Yeah, you could and you could I've chop through that. the you could hey, chop Sharon, through I've the board. Don't coal. they do that, doctor, with with learning how to breathe? Yes, and I was mentioning that I have done that. And, uh, you know, I have to say Tony Robbins brought that to the U.S. And, uh, and I have done that with a thousand people there walking over coals, and it is fantastic. Okay, um, I'm glad I brought it up because, yes. because it's, meant, it's like natural childbirth, breathing, not feel yes. the pain. Um, and they say they, one, of the, one of the scientific principles and of course there's up to debate, it says that ordinarily we have a film of moisture around us. And so when you're walking over the coal and your mental attitude is positive and uh, it buoys up this mist around us, and so therefore if we walk fast over it, then it doesn't, the heat doesn't touch us. So there'll be lots of debate on that. You know, yeah, that's well. It's it's been going on for how many years? How, oh. What is that tradition? A, a thousand well, years or more? Uh, oh yes, and the Chinese we do that too. You know, yeah. And uh, of course, Indians are most noted for it. The East Indians, you know, right, right. and Africans too as well. But in mm-hmm. China also, all mm-hmm. this, and we also can can put swords to our body and not penetrate. You know, yeah. And, and yeah. we have a, a gentleman who's 78 years old. He can jump on glass and it won't cut him. So this is developing the body into a super body so mm-hmm. that the ravages of our environment has less effect on us. Yeah, and yeah well, it's all back to water, hydration, and, yeah. breathing, proper nutrition, and adequate sleep. Yes. 
And, uh, you know, our website, our website is www.eastwestqi.com. And I'd love to get input from people who would practice this uh, breathing. I had a, a Navy officer <clears throat> who came to my program in Hawaii last week. And he's been practicing uh, Tai Chi and Qigong for 30 years and do many Western exercises. And when he came to my program, he said, oh, my God, nobody's ever taught me how to breathe the way that you're doing it now. And I just feel my whole body and mind and spirit all open up. Mm-hmm. And he's still raving about it, you know, mm-hmm. a week from now, a week since. And he says, wow, I feel so good. I'm going to teach everybody how to do this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we've only got about a minute left. But yeah. to know um, now the art that the art of qigong, how old is that? Um, well, the art of qigong goes way back to five thousand and ten thousand years, depending on wow. what literature you read, and it is the basis of traditional Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. The balancing of the energy qi means energy or life force, and if it's balanced well, then you have good health. And if it's mm-hmm. imbalanced, you start to become dis-ease. And it moves into disease. But I have a predict, I have a prescription for everybody. It's my, since 1960s, I've been prescribing eight hugs at least a day and three belly aching laughs at least a day. And they can have hundreds a day. And the next oh. day, you have to start with one. So I hope your listeners will hug each other if you've got somebody there or hug yourself. Put your arms and hug yourself. Hug a tree. Hug an animal, and the old masters used to hug a tree to replenish. They still do. And if you hug a tree, you'll find the sap of the different trees speak to you in a different way. Oh, how wonderful. Well, I always say at the end of my show, every show, Dr. Chow, embrace your life, every precious moment. Earth is whispering, never say goodbye. Positive mental attitude is absolutely important. And so... And so I leave you with that prescription. Well, thank you so much again. I know we're going to be doing this again. I appreciate so much you giving us your valuable time. And I was so serious today about everybody learning to breathe. Right. And I honor you for doing such a marvelous uphill job, you know. And we're all in this together, Doctor. It's a team effort. We've got many people joining our team from around the world. And... uh, with what I'm doing, and I, they're just coming out of the woodwork. So I thank you so much, and hugs well, to you. Thank you for having me. And um, tell everyone I said hello, and embrace. Yes. I know you're embracing all of our lives for us. I thank you so and much again. And love and hugs to all your listeners, and every day get a hug and get a laugh. Yes, and give somebody else a hug. And drink at least 10 glasses, glasses of good of water. water a day with no added ingredients. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and breathe. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, thank you thank so you, much. Sharon. Thank you. You have a nice day, and God bless. Thank you. Well, I have a minute left. Can you imagine that breathing? Earth gave us a nature, and look at what Earth is doing. With the ocean, the ocean goes out, takes a breath, and the ocean comes back onto the shore as a wave. Learn how to breathe, but drink 10 glasses of water a day, no less to 8 to 10, with nothing added to it, learn how to breathe. You'll be shocked how much more improved your health will be and your emotions. 
then learn to eat proper food that's very nutrition to you and learn how to breathe to go to sleep. And during your sleep, if you wake up, take some breaths. Embrace your life. I want to thank you for listening. And I want to thank Polly Featherton for making it possible for Dr. Chow to be on again. And I thank Bonnie Mark, our executive secretary here, for all that she does to get it ready. We want to thank you so much for listening. Embrace your life every precious moment. The earth whispers, never say goodbye. Always leave something. And and like Dr. Child said, give yourself a hug. Don't say goodbye. I want to thank you for listening. You have a nice day and be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com. Hour.com.